everybody, and welcome to Here's Our Take, episode 56. And I'm here with Mitchum and Lauren. Hello. Yay, we've got Lauren joining us today. She's going to introduce her new segment, and we're excited to hear that. Mm -hmm. We'll get to that later. And we're here mainly to review one movie. I'm sure you all can guess what it is. But first of all, we're going to do the five. And Mitchum is going to start us out. Yep. All right. So, starting off the five. Here we go. Number one. Robert Downey Jr. is coming out with a new Parker film. This is a series. It's going to be a film and then a series on uh, from Amazon Studios. It's based on a 1962 novel, The Hunter, a professional thief who is left for dead by a past associate, and he spends the rest of the movie slash novel trying to track down his former accomplice. Hmm. Um, the book has been adopted to screen twice. First in 1967, and most recently with your boy Jason Statham. <laughs> Handsome Rob. Handsome Rob. And it was simply just called Parker. <laughs> yeah. So, we'll see. I I don't know anything about Parker, this novel or anything. But well, I, I saw, of course, you know, Handsome Rob, which is the Italian job, Jason Statham, <laughs> if you're wondering. I love him. He's like my little closet love. and. And I remember seeing Parker, but, you know, Jennifer Lopez was in it, so that kind of cheapened it. Not that Jason didn't, but, yeah. Anyway, but I'm just so surprised why we got to revisit this. That's Hollywood's thing is just revisiting. you're right. That's their new (laughs) moat. That's it now. Mm -hmm. They're revisiting everything. I mean, this has been 60 years ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm, And it's almost been 10 years since the United States of one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll I'm but. sure with Robert Downey Jr., it'll be fine. Okay, Mitchum, go also, ahead. Also, number two, Oppenheimer, which yes. has been the talk of our podcast for the last few, but we're super excited about it. They finally released a movie poster or picture of Cillian Murphy as uh, Robert Oppenheimer, and it looks fantastic. Spot it's so cool. He's so got the goggles on. You can good. see the explosion in the goggles. Whoa, wait, what? Yes. I, so I haven't seen cool. that. And the cigarette smoke. In the There's cigarette the smoke. mushroom yes. cloud. Yes, Ugh. it's so good. It's amazing. So we will throw that up on our Instagram. Allie will show that off to you guys later today. Um, also, we have just a more stars adding to this star-studded mm. cast. Kenneth Brogdon is coming. Yep. Which, I mean, it wouldn't be a Christian Nolan movie without exactly. Kenneth Brogdon. That's Brogdon. so true. So, and then Alden Enrique. In uh, and rich, and he was in Eckrich, solo. I didn't the, pronounce the that right. The main dude in in the Star Wars solo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he was He's also. I like him. I'm yeah, I'm proud too. of him he for being in it. He played a young Han Solo. It was great. And then last but not least, Jason Clark. So I yeah. don't know if there's going to be one B list actor or actress in this movie. Yeah, They're that's all amazing. like a, a star. Like this is fantastic. Yeah, it is. So and, and yeah, it's just getting better and better, and I'm super pumped. Yeah, super pumped. it'll yes. be great. It'll be so. great. Um. So then my, I love this because I love Patty Jenkins. She's my little Wonder Woman director and she, um, I just adore what she does. And it was talk for a long time that she was going to get her Star Wars movie. Well, they finally come out and said it's Star Wars, it's Rogue Squadron, Squadron, sorry. And it got a December 23 release date. Okay. So Two I'm good excited. In December 23. Yeah, I can see Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh, oh my gosh, yeah. that's right. Mitchum. So now this is going to be. So there is a there's a very famous 
book series called Rogue Squadron. Oh. Everyone is assuming this is going to be based off of oh, nice. as well. So yeah, we'll see. So what? Yeah, what do you think? Being the Star Wars? Probably. I, I don't know much about the book canon in the Star Wars that. universe, but um, it's I, I. Some people like it. Some people don't. Okay. So, but it's written by one guy that is usually uh, looked upon as very well. Okay. Well, I'm anything Patty does on there. So, do you know when it'll be set? Kind of in canon. No. No? Okay. I mean, Rose Quadrant. I would imagine that it's after the or during the Empire or after sometime. Maybe I'm not sure. Hmm. But I'm sure we'll get more dates as it comes out. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, Lauren, what's next? Um. So we have Universal's Monster Cinematic Universe, Dark Universe, if that's still happening, whatever. Yep. But they have a Dracula spinoff coming out called Renfield. It's going to come out April 14th in 2023. And it's not really centered around Dracula himself, rather his sidekick. So Renfield is basically forced to procure his master's prey, so humans, uh, (laughs) after centuries of servitude. um, He's finally ready to see if there's life outside of the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. Um, So he's trying to figure out if he can end this codependency on Dracula. You know, thinking about it. Just giggling. Because Nicolas Cage is Dracula. He's going to be perfect. I think their chemistry is going to be great together. Yeah. Yes. Because, yeah. I mean, Nicolas Cage is just going to play the eccentric, eccentric oh, dra- Dracula. Over the and then Nicolas Holt is just this silent, yes, yes sir, yes, master. And I just you know? can't it's wait to great. see what the breaking good. point is where... I and don't, want, I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. Is he going to fall in love with a girl? I don't oh. know. I'm, yeah, I, that could be it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll see. So, and yeah, then what time the... period is it going to be? Mm, you know, is it going to be modern? Is yeah. it going to be like... I mean, this, this this could be good. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of excited mm-hmm. and just giggling the whole time Lauren's I'm reading I'm kind of that. getting like a dark comedy yeah. feel from it, possibly. Deadpoolish, sure. kind of. A little darker, yeah. but yeah. Okay, we'll yeah, I yeah. like that. I like that, so. Well, and then our last piece of, uh, last five news is, it looks like, uh, and I'm really wanted to find out what y'all think about this, but it looks like they're going to do a Beetlejuice 2, and they're, and supposedly Keaton and Ryder are coming back, and then they're doing a free guy too, which doesn't surprise me a bit. But this Beetlejuice, I mean, mm. it's like it's been 20, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And Michael Keaton, you know, I, I just, I'm. He's playing the Batman again in Flashpoint, so he's bringing well, back all of Did you know he's like in his 70s? Is he really? really? Yes. Wow. Hi, he looks good. Yes. He does look good. Huh. Yeah. Well, see, that's just one more reason why we don't need another Beetlejuice. I mean, why didn't, we didn't they need do a it? first Beetlejuice? Well, but yeah, I know that's true. I tr- I just I don't get this. I I don't well, the big understand question will be if this. Tim Burton comes back. Well, Ooh. and that's that's the thing. That's mm-hmm. the thing, and yeah. that's what every that's even what this article said is. You know, there's no Tim Burton yet. So, and I don't even know if he's attached to it. If it'll be. Where do you go with this? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Anyway, I just thought it was interesting. I mean, it does have a cult following, so oh, yeah, I get that, yeah. but for but me, God, it's not. It's just been mm-hmm. too, there should be like a law that, okay, you can't make a movie 
You can't come back 20 years after the first one. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Ooh, was fantastic. Right. So yep, damn it. Okay. There's right. a right and a wrong way yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's the key, and, Mitchell. you know, nine times out of ten, Hollywood does it wrong. Yes. Yeah. So every once in a while, well, Ghostbusters, they do it right. Ghostbusters, yeah, they, they do it right. So. so. Okay, and quickly, um, so we can get to our main topic, I just want to, you know, we, we're doing this TV talk because it's such a big part of our culture now, and I just want to throw out three new series um, that just started, you know, and we're wrapping up Pam and Tom, Pamela and Tommy. Mm-hmm. I think we have one more episode Wednesday, and I, this isn't written, I just got to tell you guys, Pamela and Tommy, it's the reason to watch this is for that Lily. I love her. Collins. James. James yes. is amazing. That girl can act. Mm-hmm. It, I don't know if it's too late for Emmys, Oscars, whatever, and maybe it is, but she needs to get some recognition for this part. It's amazing. And it, you know, because now they're going, getting lawyers and suing, and it, it's amazing. It's a great series. So, anyway, the new one I want to talk about very quickly. It's called The Tourist. Six episodes, HBO Max. It's Jamie Dorman. He's retracing his footsteps after losing his memory in a car wreck. It's kind of memento-ish. Yeah, yeah the It's based in Australia. Really it's amazing. And man, has so he far. come a long way since okay, he's came this, on the scene. Let me just tell you. <laughs> Ever since I fell in love with Belfast, mm. uh, I have a whole new respect for Jamie Dorman. Sure. I wouldn't even have watched this if it wasn't for Belfast. And now seeing him in this, y'all, it, and I, I've only watched, I think I'm on my third one. I literally binged just three in a row. But it, it's going to be fantastic. It's really hard for, like, sometimes actors really get attached to a part like he was in the Shades of Grey movies yeah. and everything. Yeah. But, like, every once in a while you have he, a bra- he break out. those chains. Well, like and, Robert Pattinson as well. Oh, yeah. He later. did it, yeah. Well, know, you and break it's out like of that shell. Charlie Hoonan. Yes, and he, he did it with Sons of Anarchy. Well, right, Mitchum, but he was supposed to be Yes, Christian Grey. Christian Grey yes. in the... Fifty Shades. Fifty Shades oh. trilogy, and at the last minute, yep. he pulled out because he's like, oh, Smart that's going to be hard to get away from. Smart yeah. move. Yeah. But yeah. Jamie Dorn, he did it. This guy, I'm telling you guys, watch Belfast. I mean, it's Belfast. a blessing and a curse because it sets you up because yeah. everyone knows your name, right. but then mm-hmm. you're and only now known Ms. for Turris. this one role. And then just real quick, we talked about last week, I did watch Our Flags Mean Death. It's 10 episodes on HBO Max. Y'all, I giggled. I don't I'm I I don't giggle that much. I'm not really into comedies, but this is kind of funny because this wealthy dude has this gorgeous, beautiful ship. He's got these pirates working for him who really are pirates. But he's like He's like getting him, oh, we need a flag. Well, let's let's make one. So he has him sewing. These pirates are like sewing. He's what? like, I'm going to pick the best one. He's kind of gay, sort of, which I love because <laughs> he wears these silk robes. Yeah. Y'all, it's so funny. And then he has this elaborate library on his ship, <gasps> okay? And he has a workout room. He's got a game room for him. What? He's got like a thinking. He's got a ballroom for him where they can go play with balls or something. Anyway, so in his library, he's like, I wonder why nobody uses it. And his first mate's like, well, you know, none of them can read, right? (laughs) And so at the end of the first episode, it shows all these pirates like in hammocks out on the deck of the boat. And you hear this 
voice reading uh, Pinocchio and you look panning down on it, it's that captain reading the book to all oh of his God. little oh, shipmates wow. and putting them to bed. Jeez. Y'all, I'm <laughs> telling right. you, it and it's kind of dark. I mean, there's That's some... Taika Waititi to Oh, yeah. Tea. Now, he hadn't shown oh, up yeah. yet. Okay. This is just the pilot, yeah. okay? And the pilot's usually, you know, the second, third ones. Mm-hmm. So I'm really excited to watch the rest. And I'm on board with it. I mean, I, so I'm I'm recommending it so far. And then just real quick, The Reacher, uh, y'all, nine episodes, it's on Prime. It's, you know, Tom Cruise did it. It's based on a, a book by Lee Child. Tom Cruise, what, made three of them. And I loved mm-hmm. them. I watched them all. And so I really wasn't on board with this dude. But some of you guys, my Instagram buddies, were giving it fantastic reviews so i'm like i gotta watch this and oh my god first of all this reacher dude he is gorgeous he's built like an upside down triangle he's absolutely (laughs) gorgeous and yes they show him many times without his shirt on and it's he's beautiful but it's a cool story you know he was in the first episode he was arrested for murder but now he got off and so the police need his help but, you know, and all these murders that are happening in this teeny tiny small town. And he literally is like a hobo, just like Tom Cruise. You know, he went town to town. But I, I'm like on the, uh, let's see, it's nine episodes. I think I'm on the fourth or fifth one. And it's hook, line, and sinker. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's really good. So I would highly recommend all three of those. Um, do you have one, Lauren? Yes, it just dropped on Hulu Thursday. It's the dropout oh, about with Amanda Sid Seyfried. Seyfried. That's Seyfried. a series. Yes. Oh, I thought it yes. was a movie. No, it's a series about Elizabeth want- Holmes. I haven't yet, but okay. it looks really good. Okay. okay. So that's just dropped, and I think they're doing one episode at a time. Um, so that's just something okay. to keep in mind to watch okay. as well. Okay. Yes, I've been seeing that, Lauren. I'm glad you mentioned that. Okay. Well, we'll we'll our next show we'll review that. So that's up and coming. Good job, Lauren. Okay, um, we've got some trailer talk. Yeah, yeah. Couple so, of trailers uh, dropped. So we all went to go see Batman, and there were some new trailers that have just come out. And the first one, which we've been talking about this one for a long we time. We have been talking about this for movie. For a year, oh, it feels yes. like. Yeah, finally we, there is a trailer for Bullet Train. Oh. And uh, five assassins are on a fast-moving train. Their mission has something in common. Uh, Brad Pitt, Aaron, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Zaza Beats, Michael Shannon. Um, there's a and that's just a, a Japanese actor in there that's been everywhere. Yeah, just just a few. Ugh. And man, I'll say to start us off, I first watched the trailer, and I was kind of meh about it. Now, just hang on. Well, because he thought it was, I was a kind comedy. Of meh. Well, it is, but it, it, I was like, yeah. I, I, <laughs> and I thought this in my head, and I'm glad I didn't say it to you because it would be dumb. <laughs> but I was like, it feels like Deadpool. And then at the very end, it was like written by a Deadpool two guy. And oh, I was like, yep. Oh, duh. So ding, I went back ding, and rewatched ding, ding. it, and it's much better. Well, and Mitchum so. was like, meh, you, because know, he sent it to me, and I'm at work, and I'm like, damn it, I can't watch it when I'm at work, because I just, I've been waiting for this. I'm so excited, and so I had to wait, wait, wait. And then Mitchum's like, yeah, it's not comedy. I'm like. I got home and watched it. I'm like, you need to watch it again, brother. I love yeah. it. I love I seeing my buddy Leo, who does that movies one girl on that's weed. Not Zaza Beats. Joey King. Yeah, I'm not oh, a fan yeah. of her. Well, it's, it'll be a cool part for her because okay. she's like the little 
Christian schoolgirl yeah. assassin. Yeah, so. But anyway, my friend Leo for Movies on Weed, he was like, is it weird for me to say that I'm just going to love seeing Brad Pitt just kick some ass? Because, you know, he's really a straightforward role sure, lately. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Moneyball and Ad Astra. And then yeah. he, Troy. You know, Tro- you know, oh. <laughs> but, and I'm like, oh, no, Leo. It's, he no. Really has this the is shit out of it. In a long this time, is going to so. be, I love seeing Brad this way. He's going to do it. Well, I gl- cannot the wait. Banter between him and a- Aaron Taylor yeah. Johnson. Oh yeah, really just good. that one. I so. y'all, I am so excited for this movie. Brad's kind of in his like, I don't give a shit what I make anymore years. Yo, and I love that. <laughs> I love that. Sure. Yeah. I mean, why yes. not? Because everything he makes is great. Yeah. So. I mean, he's going to be in Lost City of D. Oh. And and. The guy that wrote Deadpool 2 is a friend of Brad Pitt's anyway. Oh, God, he was that's, in it. That's how he was in and Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. Mitchum, you're right. So, <gasps> oh, okay. Love that connection. And he's also in The Lost City of D, too. Just I just the said trailer. that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just, he just. Why are you so good looking? Oh, my dad was a weatherman. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I am going to see it just for. I don't like Sandra Bullock. Uh, be a different I don't like Channing Tatum, but I'm going to see it anyway. Another trailer. Y'all know I love Chris Pine, and this kind of came out of nowhere. But it's called All the Old Knives. It's on Prime. I'm pretty sure. I'm doubting myself. I'm pretty sure it's a movie. And Thandwe Newton is in it and I really butchered her first name Thandy I think and then um Lawrence Fishburne gotta Ooh, love Lawrence done Fishburne. Anything in a while. but it's just they were former lovers or CIA people and now they both doubt each other and they're trying to call yeah. each other out but so it's good classic lover spy yeah and, it, and it'd be perfect for Amazon Prime it'll sure. be fine I'm there because Chris Pine's there oh, of course you duh. all know that yeah, yeah duh so Okay, so without further ado, this is why we're here. Um, We've got three great movies we're going to talk to you guys about, and we're going to throw a little one in there because I can't go without talking about it. But here's our take. And if you don't mind, I'm going to start out. We're going to save the best for last. Yes. Um, And then Lauren's got one that she wants to review. But I'm going to talk briefly about Cyrano. And and that was the Joe Wright film. Um, it was two hours and four minutes. It's a drama, musical, romance. Um, Peter Dinklage, Haley Bennett, um, Kevin Harrison Jr., and Ben Mendelsohn was in it. You know who? Yeah, uh, yeah he was in it. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really, let me just start because I'm not going to talk very long, but let me just start by saying if you are a Peter Dinklage fan, you've got to go see this, okay? Okay. He was amazing. Now, what took me to it is Joe Wright because Joe Wright did one of my favorite films, Pride and Prejudice. So that's why I went. And I got what I wanted. You know, it was the little town that this film was shot in was beautiful. Or the set. It was the curves, the stairs, the lighting. And I normally don't notice that kind of stuff, but I was mesmerized. Um, There was some singing. It didn't really bother me because it wasn't like in a conversation. It was just like her, the first song, she was in a carriage ride and was looking out the window and broke out in the song, you know. And Peter sang. It wasn't great, 
but it didn't have to be. It yeah. was just like La La Land yeah. when Ryan Reynolds and Emma, it didn't have to be perfect, you know. So I, I should have cried twice in the film, but I didn't, which kind of tells you right there I wasn't too attached to the characters. Um, but go for, for Peter Dinklage. But it, it hadn't done very well at the theater. So, um, but, and it's the same old story, you know, Roxanne, except he doesn't have a big nose. He's little. a dwarf. Yeah, he's little. So it, it's a play on that. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I'll, I'll leave it there. I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. But I'm glad I went and saw it. Okay. So we'll leave it at that. Good review. Okay, Lauren, what are you, you going to talk about? All right, so I'm going to talk about uh, Hulu's new film that came out uh, a few weeks ago, or I guess last week. I can't keep my week straight anymore. Um, called No Exit, and this is based off of a book that I read back in 2020. Hmm. Uh, it's an amazing book. I read it within, like, two days. Really? Yes, it's one of those keep-you-on-your-toes, like, what's-happening wow. type books. And it's definitely a psychological thriller type movie so basically this girl named darby um they change her story from the book to the movie as they always do which wasn't necessary but it's fine whatever um so she finds out that her mother's dying she's in the movie in rehab so she sneaks out of rehab to go uh like see her mom before she dies but she hits bad weather so she has to stop at this rest stop in colorado is where it's said in the book And when she's there, she finds this little girl trapped in a van. And there's only four other people at the rest stop. So she kind of has to figure out whose van it is and who's kidnapping this little girl. Yeah, and there's lots of, like, red herrings and, like, people aren't really who who she thinks they are. Um, Nobody big is in it except the Allstate guy. He's in there. (laughs) I did see the trailer for this, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to see this. Yeah, he's in there. Um, You might think, Allie, it's disturbing. Because okay. It, yeah. It's a, it's a little yeah. gory. It's a little gory. Yeah. Um. But overall, it was. A is good, it a horror or is it a thriller? It's a thriller. Okay. It's, a thr- it's labeled yeah. as a horror, but it's it's not. It's definitely huh. a thriller. Um. I mean, suspenseful is kind yes, of what I had out of it. Yes. Yes. Very yeah. suspenseful. So I'm sure the book was better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It always is. Yeah. The book is always, always better. better. Okay. Okay. Duh. Yeah. So, well, would you recommend? I mean, I don't think I'll watch it. You, I wouldn't recommend it for you. Okay. So people who don't like thrillers or gory things, yeah. don't watch it. But I mean, if you've got an hour and a half on a Saturday bad. night, it wasn't bad. Was no. it better than The Invisible Man? I know you like that. Oh, one. Oh, The Invisible Woman. It is Invisible yeah. Man. Um, no. Okay. Okay. Fair I enough. liked that one better. I know that, you that's like that one, good yeah. Good comparison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, uh, and then just, just quickly, um, y'all know my, I love, um, the Owen, um, Luke, Luke Owen, mm-hmm. not, who's the brother? Not Owen the Wilson. Luke Wilson and Owen Wilson. Yes. Yeah. I Luke like Luke. Wilson, not Owen. Yeah. I don't like the blonde. I yeah. like the, anyway, so he, this movie came out, I, it, literally was in our theater for like three days so i didn't get to see it but it's called 12 mighty orphans and i just it's been on my list and you know it's it's sports it's based (laughs) on a true story and it has luke wilson in it so how can i resist so i literally signed up for seven days of stars 
oh, a free seven-day mm-hmm. star Via thing. Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and watched it last Saturday night. And y'all, I loved it so much. It's based on a true story. It's what just sport like, is it? Football. It's football. Gosh. And he, um, and it, it's just, you know, Luke is, you know, haunted by mysterious past. He's a devoted high school football coach, leads a scrawny team of orphans to the state championships during the Great Depression. Ooh. And it inspires a broken nation along the way. And it, it's, oh, That's y'all. That's so up your alley. Oh, that is literally. So much. And my boy team. Luke and Martin Sheen was in it. And he oh, was wow. so good. And it's just, and these scrawny players, I mean, they only had, how many guys on a football team? 11. 11. Mm-hmm. Well, he had 12. And, of course, one gets injured. So then he only of had 11 uh, of them. Of course, yeah. But, and they didn't even know how to hold, they didn't know anything about football. Nothing. And they end up going to, it, it, I, it was so good. It, I loved it. Okay. Of course, that's my kind of movie. So it's I, only on stars right now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, it'll go somewhere else soon. It, it'll have to. But yeah, it just, it was so good. I loved it. So, okay. Okay. This is what we've all been waiting for. Finally, the last movie that we're going to talk about on Here's Our Take is The Batman, which just came out yesterday, March 4th. Oh, yeah. It is PG-13, directed by Matt Reeves. It's two hours and 55 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert Pattinson, Zoe Kravitz, Jeffrey Wright, Colin Farrell, Paul Dano, John Tredrow, Tutucci, Andy Sudeikis, and Peter Skarsgård, and a whole slew of others. Um... So can Where you to just, begin? Well, can you just give him a brief, you know, for those hidden under rocks, okay. you know, or don't have a Few TV or, you know, can you just give a brief synopsis about sure. what it's about? When the Riddler, which is a famous Batman villain, a sadistic serial killer begins murdering key political figures in Gotham, Batman is forced to investigate the city's hidden corruption and questions his family's involvement. Yeah, that's exactly yep. Yep. what and it was. That is, yep. that is it. So who wants to who wants to start? This? Oh God! I know we have a lot of different okay. opinions. Okay. Um, so. Yes, yes, we do. <laughs> okay, well, go ahead, Lauren. You you go ahead. Okay. Since you're... Okay. Um, I absolutely loved it. Um, I think Robert Pattinson is definitely my new favorite Batman. I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that. Um, what do you think? At first, I didn't like his portrayal of Bruce Wayne, but then. Mm-hmm. I went through and read about it, and that's how it was supposed to be. He's supposed to be a young Bruce Wayne who is still dealing with the PTSD of losing his family, trying to like get through this trauma, finding out who he is, and he's really just taken on the identity of Batman. He's not worried about being Bruce Wayne, the billionaire playboy at this point. His main identity is Batman in this movie. Mm-hmm. So I think he did an amazing job well, Lauren, as Batman. you've got to tell him the story. The Nirvana. Tell him the story. Well, that's kind of what I did, didn't no, I? No, about yeah. the song. Oh, the okay, song. So Lauren, okay, so Lauren, you know, so we're driving home, and I'm like, oh, my God, what was that song? What was that song? So Lauren looked it up. Okay, here it is. And and it's Nirvana. Kurt Cobain wrote it. Yes. Matt Reeves. Tell him that. That's yeah, so, so interesting. Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne is inspired by Kurt Cobain. Matt Reeves was listening to Nirvana, Nirvana when he wrote the first act. And he said, that's when it came to me that rather than make Bruce Wayne the Playboy version we've seen before, there's another version who had gone through a great tragedy and became a recluse. 
Kurt Cobain had a relationship with fame where being famous was not his goal. He loved music, but the idea of being famous for music was a double-edged sword for him. And that made me think of Robert Pattinson, actually, because Rob is a very private person himself and doesn't necessarily like the part of being recognized everywhere as an actor, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you know Robert Pattinson, like, that's pretty obvious. Um, And Matt Reeves actually wrote this movie, The Batman, with Robert Pattinson in mind of playing Batman. Wow. Oh, I think that definitely shows. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. yeah. yeah it does. So, well, mm-hmm. and I just love that, Lauren, that you found that about that song, and it does make so much sense. That song and that opening scene uh, really set the, the tone for the, the music. entire movie. Oh, yeah. The yeah. music throughout the whole movie yeah. was haunting. Yeah. Yes. And... Well, the Amazing. whole movie was haunting. It really well, the, was. The whole movie was it just the dark themes mm-hmm. behind the movie. Because I mean, we've all mentioned this too. Is like when it first came out, this movie is PG thirteen. I think there was a like, collective what? like, yeah. Ugh, like why, you know? But like they after watching it, it they pushed yeah. it. As, they did push it. But I'm, I'm limits, glad but it was really, PG thirteen yes. because I, if it was rated R, I think it would have been way too oh, much. I, there there was, so how I described it was there would have been darker scenes yes. if it was rated R. And I wouldn't but have liked a it. less dark theme. But mm. with this way, the whole theme of the movie was dark, and mm-hmm. the implications were dark, which you can get away with in PG-13. Right. But you don't yeah. need to make it was individual just right. scenes yeah. to be disturbing. Because it was like kind of Seven-ish. Yeah. And I, I mean, think if it would have been Riddler, it would have been Seven. You know, well, what the, they what took... the jo- Riddler did to, you know, like, even wrap the dead guy's face. Well, I'm sorry, we're doing spoilers. But just the way that he killed some of his victims... You know, he in was based R. off of they based him off of the Zodiac killer okay. from the '60s. Oh, okay. Oh, that, that, but they, okay. It, yeah, I wouldn't sense. have wanted to see. It would have just scared the no out and of the, me. The PG-13 like, I, I still have nightmares over Seven. <laughs> no, really, I do. It's What's the most the influential movie. What's in the box? Yeah. What's in the box? But anyway, I so Mitchum, what? So I, I want to stress this as much as I can. I really liked it. I thought it was very good. It was because I, I, we talked about it that the three hours was a big. We were very worried. Very worried about the three hours, but ne- no time during the movie that I feel like it was too no. long no. or I needed to leave or like look at my watch. Like I was invested. Mm-hmm. I want to know what's happening, and it it, w- it felt long or like I knew it was three hours, but it didn't feel longer than that. If that yeah. makes sense, yeah. you know what I mean. And so, but the and I thought this is my main point on this movie is halfway through I thought to myself I was like man I'd really want to watch the Christian Bale ones right now and then I was like okay it's only halfway through I just need to stop and just you know we'll come back to that and then towards the end I thought the same thing I would just prefer to watch the Christian Bale ones Mm -hmm. and I don't know what it was I mean it's nothing against Robert Pattinson or any of the cast it was this movie was fantastic for what it did and what yes. it was. Very good. And I think that the Christian Bale ones are just more suited towards me. And, you know, the yeah. music, okay. Christopher Nolan, Christian Bale, you know, and, the, the, you know, the Joker Zimmer, and Bond, yeah. Hans Zimmer and all that stuff and Bane. You know, that's just what I like. Right. But for what this movie is and what it did, it was fantastic. Yes. And Robert Pattinson, no one else could have played that. No. A no. brooding, dark, Damaged, Emo, emotional. Yes. He journaled like yeah. it yeah. very had a like that. black and white noir, PI nineteen twenties feel. Well, I was gonna it was say gritty. that, and yes. there was no other actor that could do that better than Robert Pattinson. And man, did he look good in that oh suit! Oh my God. God! Can we talk about the suit? <laughs> yes, Robert Pattinson. Now I didn't like him out of that suit. No, it just I'm like, who are you? 
But oh my God, that suit with he, his jawline. I, you know what? <gasps> and you know what? It. I did a picture, and I'll put it on my Instagram. Of I found my boy Christian, and then I found a mm. tight shot of Robert. And you know, Robert's mask is cut further back to yes. show those gorgeous mm-hmm. jaws. But he killed the suit and i love that he mm-hmm. had the little weapon in yeah, his chest that was cool. he killed that suit yeah. no now, i agree i'm sorry you all know i love my christian bale but raw every time he came on in his height and yeah. it just and every time he came on it he just he, he was stole the i love sure it. yeah and him just i loved I, it i, I want to mention this too because it was in the trailer but the scene where he is walking down the corridor the after hut. he cuts the power and mm. the guys are shooting at him. Yes. That was one of the coolest yeah. scenes I've seen well, in the a highway. movie. And Ch- the highway oh, the scene ch- was cool. Oh, but the like, chase. Yeah. yeah. But like him beating up those guys and yeah. just being vengeance. Like yeah. literally the definition of vengeance in the beginning of the movie and then his character development mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. was huge. Oh, I And it was a different, Made me like, drop a tear. Yeah, and it tur- he turned into what we know the Batman for. Yes. Because he wasn't that at the beginning. Right, no. And it was fantastic. He was just doing it all for the wrong reasons yes. and it took yes. him three hours well, to figure it out. He was doing it because, like Mom said, he was damaged. Yes, And he was yes. trying to get vengeance on his parents. Yeah. Which and is, when he was carrying the do. girl towards the end to yeah. the helicopter ride and he said, I'm not doing it for vengeance. And I just dropped to tear. I'm like, wow, you got me, you know. But I just, I love Batman. Yeah, ba- Batman's my guy. I, I love DC. Y'all know I love Batman. So, okay, my turn. Lauren, oh. do you have something you want to say? No, I just don't. I, I really like. Go. <laughs> I it. loved how we saw Batman as more of a detective role as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if y'all noticed this, but whenever they zoomed in on his feet. Mm-hmm. and him walking in his Batman suit, it almost sounded like he had spurs on. Like he's like the sheriff and detective of Gotham. Hmm. They did. I now that you bring that up, there was an emphasis of him like walking mm-hmm. and, and okay, that makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I do like that. And I like seeing the Batman before he gets all the gadgets. You know, like yeah, he just relied. They did it well enough. Yeah, yeah, on his strength and then the little grappler hook mm-hmm. and his little mm-hmm. um, ejectable bat. Well, it wasn't I don't know. a comic book movie. <laughs> This was true, not a comic true, book movie. True. This was a very hyper realistic. Yes. Like you, you look at the Tim Burton ones and Michael Keaton Ugh. ones from the '90s, and those are almost comedically. Well, comic Jim, Jim Carrey played the Riddler. Campy. Exactly. Yeah. And over the over top, campy, eccentric. Over yeah. the this top. is the other end of the spectrum. Yes. Like super realistic and very dark undertones. Like no gimmicky. Like there is no comedic Maybe that's why I like relief it. in this movie at all. Like, you are just on the edge of your seat mm-hmm, or just yeah. in a dark place the entire time. Which was fine and which was, was what it needed to be. And it was yeah. done well. Yeah, it was. So. Okay, okay, Allie. Thank you. <laughs> I'll okay. shut up. Here I go. Thanks for coming to our now, TED Talk. <laughs> I will. I will say this. After hearing Lauren and all what she had to say, I sat, I was just thinking and I thought... Well, this is kind of apples and oranges now. Mm-hmm. That changed the game for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, it didn't, but it's helping. It, you know, because it's it really is. It's like apples and oranges now, um, comparing an apple to an orange. So the first thing I w- I would like to say is, you all know, y'all know, me Christian and Bale, Bale is your boy, and Nolan. I mean, those are my movies. I love them, and I was not expecting to like this at all. Okay. And I didn't want to like it, but I did. I liked it a lot. 
I'm not gonna, and I did love it. I can even use the L word, you know, but I did. I enjoyed it very, very much. I, it was a good story and everything, but just to prove to myself, I got up this morning and I did watch, which one did I watch? Dark Mitchum, Night. The Dark Knight. The Dark Night, yeah. And I, it's hard for me to watch because Heath, it's very difficult for me to watch. That was, it was very, it's very difficult for me to watch Heath Ledger, you know, because that was such a hard hit for me. But anyway, I did. And you know what? Uh, I just, I, yeah, that, you just can't beat that mm. with, you know, the Two-Faced mm. and Gary Oldman mm-hmm. and, you yeah. know, and Heath Ledger and the story. Oh, my God, that opening scene, the bank scene. Yeah. And yeah. just, and then you got the two tugboats with the, you know, the convicts mm-hmm. on one and the, I mean, that movie was incredible. Yeah. But then I kind of feel okay because... I, I don't feel as bad now that I have to love one over the other. You because, can love both. Well, no, but Lauren, to me now, it, it really is. It's like comparing an apple to an orange. Yeah. Robert Pattinson's version is nothing like my Vale Nolan. And so I, I don't have to point. love one oh, over yeah. the other, and mm-hmm. I'm not going to. So don't make me pick. Yeah. But I, you know, my heart is just heavy with the Nolan. Sure. I'm nostalgic and. But I'm I'm telling you guys, I didn't want to like it, but I I grabbed you know onto Lauren a couple times in excitement because I get really excited. I was like, oh, you know. But um, yes, I enjoyed it. And the time I was worried about the time. Mm-hmm. Now I will say, towards the end, it, it just had multiple endings. Yeah. It just and I was just like, okay, you didn't know when. how many endings yeah. are we gonna have here? And it and I don't know how else they could have done it, but I was just like, okay, another one. Okay, now we're here. <laughs> yeah. It, like, now we're doing this. The movie like now climaxed, and then there yeah. was just like a lot of loose ends that needed to be tied up. And I guess you have to but, do that. Yeah. So it was but just kind of like, it just, it just felt, uh, yeah, I felt the same the way. That's the only time. Mm-hmm. And you know, my, my, the, you know, the dark night, it, it's on, it's 20 minutes less, yeah. you know, yeah. so it's, it was two hours and 30 minutes and the Batman is, you know, 55. See, but I think the dark night feels so much longer than two hours and 30 minutes. Oh, I don't. No, but like in a 100%. good way. No, in a good way. Like there's just so much happening in that two hours and 30 minutes. That's true. Oh, yeah. It feels like it should be longer. There's a lot of Exactly. Because yeah. you have so many, impact, yeah. yeah. God, like, there it's were, so like, good. Slow and you know, moments in and this hey, we one, got more. Not... We got Morgan Freeman. Oh yeah, yeah Morgan Freeman's in, too, yeah. in it. You know, That's crazy. it's awesome. I will anyway. say another great thing about the Batman is we didn't see his parents die for the Finally. time. <laughs> oh my yeah. God! Yes, yeah. it was fantastic. Been there, we done jumped that. in to the middle of his like. Vigilante escapade. Yeah. Like, yes. we didn't see him perfecting the suit or yeah. like yeah. learning how to fight. Like, He'd that already was been all, it for two we years. all know yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was we were it. two years in. Loved that. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And, and he wrote a journal that. Yes, that and was Robert great. was narrating I, it. I wish more superhero movies would do that. Yeah. You know, just yeah. because, like, we've seen that, we know it. Matt Reeves nailed it. Yeah. He I really agree. did. Yes. He, for what know, it was. I, he did what he yes. did. Yes. Yeah. It was very, yeah. For being something completely different than Christopher Nolan. Yeah. or any other Batman that we've ever seen, 
100% nail yeah. it on the head. Yeah. Go see it if you want to see a different side yeah. of Batman. And, and I'll go see it again. I, not yes. anytime soon. Yeah. You well, know, I, was ready to I go mean, today. really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'll go again, but I, I'm going to, you know, I'll wait. I mean, we've got a lull in movies anyway. I mean, so I, I do want to see it again, I think, but it, you know, just to see Robert in that suit. Sure. I'm I can't you. wait for two more. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> two more. All right, guys, this week on Pause for Popcorn, we have a great question from one of our listeners on Instagram. And we want to know, or they want to know, what is, if we had to hire a movie lawyer, who would that be? <laughs> oh, my God, I trouble. love this question. <laughs> who we, you got to hire? We really had a couple. Oh, I love that, Mitch. We, we have several <laughs> questions, but we only have time for one because we yeah. kind of went off on the Batman, but which is okay. It's okay. Yeah. So, okay, Lauren, who, if you need a lawyer, mm, okay. who, who are you going to hire? Well, I can't go wrong with my girl, Elle Woods. Oh. You know, Harvard Law School. Oh, yeah. You know, happy women just don't kill their husbands. Yeah. (laughs) If I needed a more serious lawyer, like if I was really in trouble, I'd go with Matthew McConaughey and the Lincoln Lawyer. God, that's a good movie. movie. It's a good twist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know who Elle Woods' boyfriend is? Luke Wilson. Luke Wilson. <laughs> I love him. God, he's got a great jawline. Okay, I would do, I would go with my boy Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. I would do him either the lawyer in the firm. Yep. Love that movie, the John Grissom movies. Mm-hmm. Love every one of them. And then, of course, him, you Military know. Military lawyer. Yep, and, a, and a few good men. That's a great, one of yep. the greatest movies so of would, all time. So I would hire Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah so. so I'm going to stick with Marvel, and I'm just going to hire Matt Murdock, because he can, A, protect me, and he'll get me out of jail. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. Yep. But, yeah. Or if you want to go with Ben Affleck's version too, I guess we could do him. Oh so. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's so okay. yeah. Okay. Well, that was a fun question. Mm-hmm. All right, Lauren. We are introducing Lauren's segment. We're really excited about this. Yeah. Um. It's here. We go. It's from page to screen. Yes. Yeah, so in this segment, I'm going to tell you all about some books that I've read recently that I think would make good movie adaptations or TV series or miniseries adaptations. Either one, because books are kind of going either way this now in this world that we are living in with streaming unlimited things all the time. Um, so I just finished a book this week. I've read 15 so far this year. Um, <laughs> Damn! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a little obsessed. Um, so I just finished one this week called A Flicker in the Dark by Stacey Willingham. Um, I really love to read Philip thrillers and like mysteries so this is definitely one of those books um this girl living in louisiana her dad was arrested when she was 12 for murdering six girls in the like their town uh they flash back to 20 years further in the future so she's 32 now she's a psychologist and it starts happening again (gasps) where girls are getting murdered in the same way that her dad was murdering kids is her dad dead now he's in jail He's in jail. Oh, so wow. she kind of has to figure out who is murdering these girls. Interesting. Okay. Wow. So yeah. Oh, it would be such a good movie, especially okay. set in Louisiana, like sure, Baton yeah. Rouge, like on the bayou. Like, oh, it'd be so good. Okay. Um, then for a little chick flick, um, I'm gonna have to recommend Regretting You by Colleen Hoover. Um, it would be a very sad chick flick, but very good. Um, so it's the story of a mother and a daughter. Um, and they lose um, the husband slash father and then the aunt slash sister on the same day. Mm. 
and spoiler alert, um, they were having an affair. Oh, got some yeah. Game of Thrones action. Yeah. Nice. yeah, yeah. So they're having to kind of deal with that trauma. The mother doesn't want the daughter to know because she doesn't want to ruin the image of her aunt and her dad. And then the mom starts getting close with her sister's baby daddy, who she grew up being friends with. Oh. So there's lots of family drama, oh lots of stuff geez. going on. It'd be emotional, but great. And then for more of like a young adult type movie, I'm going to have to recommend Ace of Spades. Mm-hmm. Um, this was set in a elite private school where there are only two African-American students. And their senior year of high school, they start getting threatening texts from this person named Aces. So they have to figure out who it is and why they're targeting them. Oh, and it's a young that's a young adult one yes yeah yes well, that it, first one sounds really interesting oh it's so and i'll good. tag all these books on my post today and maybe i'll even put a picture of each book cover yeah i can send them so to we you can sure. swipe through and you can see all the book covers so yeah. we'll look for those as future movies yeah definitely. and they'll yeah, be fun to you heard it here first yeah yeah that's what it is well, that's our segment you heard it here first no. well thank you lauren that that was awesome from page to screen yes um just real quick we're gonna wrap it up um we went a little long today but you know it's the batman batman was um, three hours long so we can go exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah. um i just want to throw a little podcast appreciation you know we all have to stick together i'm constantly looking and listening to my you know i hate to say competition it's not <laughs> but you know just i just like to listen um, and, you know, my, I, I have a friend out in California, and he has uh, the Cult Popcast. Um, he's up to 131 episodes. He recently put out The Beatles' Get Back. Um, he did a podcast on The Empty Man, Devs, Archive 81, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and that new Dexter. Oh. And um, I just, I highly recommend these guys. It, they're short little you know, they do like us or like under an hour. Um, and it's, they're just, I love them. I mean, they're just, they're so professional and, but they have fun too. And some of them are spoilers and, and they've got me to watch a lot of stuff that I would never watch in my life. But, um, so just please follow the cult popcast and just give them a, give them a try. Um, I want to do Instapage Appreciation, uh, Popcorn.Twizzlers. It's a no-spoiler, quick, fun, and helpful recreation support. And it's just, I just recently started following that page, and it's just fun, and it's just, I would just recommend following the Popcorn.Twizzlers, and I'll tag him too. So, um and then, you know, we, we got a neat review. You know, you all can review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a review. And the more reviews we get, the more we'll be put out there for other people to find mm-hmm. us. Yeah. But I, we just got a cute review. Someone just said, you know, you your your Instagram page, you know, is like a candy store of aesthetics. Oh. And I just thought, well, that's fun. And then you know, even listening to you guys is just you all are so homey and real. And, you know, so it just we 
I, it, it helps us, y'all. I'm going to be honest. It helps us. If you guys could leave us a review, give us some stars, and, you know, and then who knows? You know, maybe Mitchum and I can quit our jobs and Man, do it day. and do it full time. We, can't, we couldn't do it without you guys, <laughs> then, though. So. Yeah, we can't do it without you. And then Mitchum, we just, we'd have to go see every single movie. We'd live in a movie theater. Oh, I'd be so Actually, oh, you know so what sad. I would do? I would get a job at a movie theater and just oh, work yeah. there, you know. We so open our own movie. Uh, yeah, a drive-in would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, kids, we got it all figured out. Until next time. <laughs> so, yep. Okay, well, we'll we'll be back. What, Mitch? I'm over- Probably in April. I mean, yeah. there's lull. I mean, the Batman's gonna take up all yeah. of March. There's really not much. Uh, March 30th is the Moon Night. So yeah. we'll be doing that first episode. Oh yeah, and then April 1st is um, Morbius. So yeah, yeah Morbius. we'll do a so show yeah, about so that. We'll have some Marvel stuff coming out. But yeah, it probably won't be till April. Okay. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and keep up to date with all the things Allie's posting on there. And she'll let you know when our next mm-hmm. show will be. And until then. Go to the movies.